This is an audio version of AGI Safety from First Principles by Richard Ngo, published in September 2020. This is a recording of an excerpt that's included in the core readings of the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. And this recording features a guest narrator, Lucas Berglund. Here's the text. This report explores the core case for why the development of artificial general intelligence, AGI, might pose an existential threat to humanity. It stems from my dissatisfaction with existing arguments on this topic. Early work is less relevant in the context of modern machine learning, while more recent work is scattered and brief. This report aims to fill that gap by providing a detailed investigation into the potential risks from AGI misbehavior, grounded by our current knowledge of machine learning and highlighting important uncertainties. It identifies four key premises, evaluating existing arguments about them, and outlines some novel considerations for each. Section 1. Introduction. The key concern motivating technical AGI safety research is that we might build autonomous artificially intelligent agents which are much more intelligent than humans, and which pursue goals that conflict with our own. Human intelligence allows us to coordinate complex societies and deploy advanced technology, and thereby control the world to a greater extent than any other species. But AIs will eventually become more capable than us at the types of tasks by which we maintain and exert that control. If they don't want to obey us, then humanity might become only Earth's second most powerful species and lose the ability to create a valuable and worthwhile future. I'll call this the second species argument. I think it's a plausible argument, which we should take very seriously. There's a footnote here that says, Stuart Russell also refers to this as the gorilla problem, in his recent book, Human Compatible, Russell, 2019. The text goes on from, I'll call this the second species argument. I think it's a plausible argument which we should take very seriously. However, the version stated above relies on several vague concepts and intuitions. In this report, I'll give the most detailed presentation of the second species argument that I can, highlighting the aspects that I'm still confused about. In particular, I'll defend a version of the second species argument which claims that, Without a concerted effort to prevent it, there's a significant chance that 1. We'll build AIs which are much more intelligent than humans, i.e. superintelligent. 2. Those AIs will eventually be autonomous agents which pursue large-scale goals. 3. Those goals will be misaligned with ours. That is, they will aim towards outcomes that aren't desirable by our standards and trade off against our goals. 4. The development of such AIs would lead to them gaining control of humanity's future. While I use many examples from modern deep learning, this report is also intended to apply to AIs developed using very different models, training algorithms, optimizers, or training regimes than the ones we use today. However, many of my arguments would no longer be relevant if the field of AI moves away from focusing on machine learning. I also frequently compare AI development to the evolution of human intelligence. While the two aren't fully analogous, humans are the best example we currently have to ground our thinking about generally intelligent AIs. Section 2. Superintelligence. In order to understand superintelligence, we should first characterize what we mean by intelligence. We can start with Hutter's well-known definition from 2007, which identifies intelligence as the ability to achieve goals 
in a wide range of environments. There's a footnote here. Unlike the standard usage, in this technical sense, an environment also includes a specification of the input-output channels the agent has access to, such as motor outputs, so that solving the task only requires an agent to process input information and communicate output information. The text goes on. However, there are multiple ways to score highly on this metric. The key distinction I'll draw in this section is between agents that understand how to do well at many tasks because they have been specifically optimized for each task, which I'll call the task-based approach to AI, versus agents which can understand new tasks with little or no task-specific training by generalizing from previous experience, the generalization-based approach. 2.1. Narrow and general intelligence. The task-based approach is analogous to how humans harnessed electricity. While electricity is a powerful and general technology, we still need to design specific ways to apply it to each task. Similarly, computers are powerful and flexible tools. But even though they can process arbitrarily many different inputs, detailed instructions for how to do that processing need to be individually written to build each piece of software. Meanwhile, our current reinforcement learning algorithms, although powerful, produce agents that are only able to perform well on specific tasks at which they have a lot of experience. StarCraft, Dota, Go, and so on. Drexler 2019 argues that our current task-based approach will scale up to allow superhuman performance on a range of complex tasks, although I'm skeptical of this claim. An example of the generalization-based approach can be found in large language models like GPT-2 and GPT-3. GPT-2 was first trained on the task of predicting the next word in a corpus and then achieved state-of-the-art results on many other language tasks without any task-specific fine-tuning. This was a clear change from previous approaches to natural language processing, which only scored well when trained to do specific tasks on specific datasets. Its successor, GPT-3, has displayed a range of even more impressive behavior. I think this provides a good example of how an AI could develop cognitive skills, in this case, an understanding of the syntax and semantics of a language, which generalize to a range of novel tasks. The field of meta-learning aims towards a similar goal. We can see the potential of the generalization-based approach by looking at how humans developed. As a species, we were trained by evolution to have cognitive skills including rapid learning capabilities, sensory and motor processing, and social skills. As individuals, we were trained during our childhoods to fine-tune those skills, to understand spoken and written language, and to possess detailed knowledge about modern society. However, the key point is that almost all of this evolutionary and childhood learning occurred on different tasks from the economically useful ones we perform as adults. We can perform well on the latter category only by reusing the cognitive skills and knowledge that we gained previously. In our case, we were fortunate that those cognitive skills were not too specific to tasks in the ancestral environment, but were rather very general skills. In particular, the skill of abstraction allows us to extract common structure from different situations, which allows us to understand them much more efficiently than by learning about them one by one. Then, our communication skills and theories of mind allow us to share our ideas. This is why humans can make great progress on the scales of years or decades, not just via evolutionary adaptation over many lifetimes. I should note that I think of task-based and generalization-based as parts of a spectrum rather than a binary classification.
particularly because the way we choose how to divide up the tasks can be quite arbitrary. For example, AlphaZero trained by playing against itself, but was tested by playing against humans who use different strategies and playing styles. We could think of playing against these two types of opponents as two instances of a single task, or as two separate tasks where AlphaZero was able to generalize from the former task to the latter. But either way, the two cases are clearly very similar. By contrast, there are many economically important tasks which I expect AI systems to do well at, primarily by generalizing from their experience with very different tasks, meaning that those AIs will need to generalize much, much better than our current reinforcement learning systems can. Let me be more precise about the tasks which I expect will require this new regime of generalization. To the extent that we can separate the two approaches, it seems plausible to me that the task-based approach will get a long way in areas where we can gather a lot of data. For example, I'm confident that it will produce superhuman self-driving cars well before the generalization-based approach does so. It may also allow us to automate most of the tasks involved even in very cognitively demanding professions like medicine, law, and mathematics, if we can gather the right training data. However, some jobs crucially depend on the ability to analyze and act on such a wide range of information that it'll be very difficult to train directly for high performance on them. Consider the tasks involved in a role like CEO, setting your company's strategic direction, choosing who to hire, writing speeches, and so on. Each of these tasks sensitively depends on the broader context of the company and the rest of the world. What industry is their company in? How big is it? Where is it? What's its culture like? What's its relationship with competitors and governments? How will all of these factors change over the next few decades? These variables are so broad in scope and rely on so many aspects of the world that it seems virtually impossible to generate large amounts of training data via simulating them, like we can do to train game-playing AIs. And the number of CEOs from whom we could gather empirical data is very small by the standards of reinforcement learning, which often requires billions of training steps, even for much simpler tasks. I'm not saying that we'll never be able to exceed human performance on these tasks by training on them directly. Maybe a Herculean research and engineering effort assisted by other task-based AIs, could do so. But I expect that well before such an effort becomes possible, we'll have built AIs using the generalization-based approach, which know how to perform well even on these broad tasks. In the generalization-based approach, the way to create superhuman CEOs is to use other data-rich tasks, which may be very different from the tasks we actually want an AI CEO to do. To train AIs, to develop a range of useful cognitive skills. For example, we could train a reinforcement learning agent to follow instructions in a simulated world. Even if that simulation is very different from the real world, that agent may acquire the planning and learning capabilities required to quickly adapt to real-world tasks. Analogously, the human ancestral environment was also very different to the modern world, but we are still able to become good CEOs with little further training. And roughly the same argument applies to people doing other highly impactful jobs, like paradigm-shaping scientists, entrepreneurs, or policymakers. One potential obstacle to the generalization-based approach succeeding is the possibility that specific features of the ancestral environment or of human brains were necessary for general intelligence to arise. For example, 
Dunbar hypothesized that a social quote-unquote arms race was required to give us enough social intelligence to develop large-scale cultural transmission. However, most possibilities for such crucial features, including this one, could be recreated in artificial training environments and in artificial neural networks. Some features, such as quantum properties of neurons, would be very hard to simulate precisely. But the human brain operates under conditions that are too messy to make it plausible that our intelligence depends on effects at this scale. So it seems very likely to me that eventually we will be able to create AIs that can generalize well enough to produce human-level performance on a wide range of tasks, including abstract, low-data tasks like running a company. Let's call these systems Artificial General Intelligences, or AGIs. Many AI researchers expect that we'll build AGI within this century. However, I won't explore arguments around the timing of AGI development, and the rest of this document doesn't depend on this question. This was an audio version of AGI Safety from First Principles by Richard Ngo, published in September 2020. The excerpt is included as a core reading in the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. This narration was by Lucas Berglund and produced by Type 3 Audio.